the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Bruce Hooley Show, a passionate Bruce Hooley Show. First half hour in the books. Uh, I'm deeply offended and mad about the way that the Biden administration has twisted the Nashville shooting into um, some threat against the transgender community. Um, I cannot imagine if a recent convert to Christianity went into an event attended by transgender people and shot three children. Let's say they went into a uh, family-friendly drag show, okay? Someone who uh, accepted Christ and got baptized like a month ago. Now, we would know that if they went in, they obviously did not authentically receive Christ and get baptized, but just for the purpose of the illustration. Let's just say that they professed a Christian faith or a the weight of a Christian faith could be hung around their neck, as you know the lefties would do. And they'd go into a family-friendly drag show, and they murder three kids and three adults. Do you think the Biden administration would have come out uh, within the week and said, don't worry, Christian people are the soul of the nation, and we need a Christian day of visibility. And threats against the Christian community are at an all-time high and are completely unacceptable. Do you think that would have happened? Do you think that let's say, on a nationally televised award show, uh, say a country music show, which is perceived to be the genre of music that is most aligned with uh, middle America and Bible-believing Christians. Do you think that on uh, the country music awards, less than a week after this made-up-in-this-scenario Christian went into a drag queen story hour and shot three kids and three adults, do you think that a, a, a country music artist would have brought three or four pastors on stage and sung a hymn about how awesome Christianity is? Do you think that would happen? Of course that would not happen. But we have had the president uh, do nothing but extol the virtues. Yeah, I'm not kidding. The virtues of the transgender community. Last week, uh, he issued a proclamation in which he said, transgender Americans shape our nation's soul. Actually, now that I think about that, sadly, that may be true. Transgender Americans may be shaping our nation's soul. Doesn't say much good about our nation, but it may be true. Do you think that the president on Friday issuing the Transgender Day of Visibility proclamation and railing against MAGA extremists who are advancing hundreds of hateful and extreme state laws that target transgender kids and their families. These attacks are un-American and must end. Can you imagine inserting Christian in there? A Christian day of visibility? Railing against left-wing extremists who are advancing hundreds of hateful and extreme agendas that target Christian kids 
and their families and homeschooling families. Can you imagine those words coming out of Joe Biden's mouth? Neither can I. Not even for a whole refrigerator full of Jenny's chocolate chip ice cream. You would not be able to get him to say that. Last night at the Country Music Television award show, singer Kelsey Ballerini began the evening talking about how much she deeply felt the deaths of the Nashville shooting victims because she herself, she said, had been in a cafeteria at a school when a school shooting took place in her hometown high school cafeteria in Knoxville in 2008. Well, that was heartfelt. And then later on in the show, Kelsey Ballerini took the stage with, let me count them, one, two, three, four, five, drag queens, men in garish female outfits. It is uh, essentially um, female blackface is what this is. A drag show performer is doing the exact same thing as an Amos and Andy type character would do um, exaggerating and making black Americans into a caricature. But it's okay. It's okay if you do it to women. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini appeared on the stage, danced around with the drag queens, and sang a song, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too. Uh, This took place, of course, in the same city where the school shooting took place. In the same state where Tennessee has moved to outlaw drag shows and the ridiculously named gender-affirming care of minors, which means Tennessee has the intolerable view that you should not cut healthy body parts off of children until they are at least 18 years of age, at which time, by the way, they are still seven years from having their brain fully develop, but at least we would delay it until they are 18. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini, not the only one. Marin Morris, country artist, is huge in supporting the transgender community. Shania Twain last night appeared on stage with Megan the Stallion, who wrote perhaps the most pornographic hit record ever called WAP, and I can't tell you what WAP stands for, or I would certainly be taken off the air. Shania Twain said, I believe in all-inclusive country music. So much for buying a uh, Shania Twain CD ever. And you know who else has extolled the virtues of the drag community in recent days? Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre of drag queens, she said, bless their heart, they dress up in those high heels. Reba McIntyre. So I think this underscores the fact that those who you think are your friends are not your friends. They are not your friends. But I was curious yesterday about the church service at Covenant Presbyterian Church in Nashville, where the school shooting took place in a building connected to it where they had the Covenant school. And the service sounded like it went exactly as I anticipated that it would. Uh, Reverend Britton Wood said at the outset of the service, and I quote, the world has changed since the last time we got together on the Lord's Day. Today is the day we are reminded by our King who lived for us and who died for us and who has risen for us. Today is the day that he reminds us of the things that have not changed, of the kingdom that cannot be shaken. 
and let that draw us to offer God worship and reverence and awe. So they sang hymns, O God, our help in ages past, be still my soul. And they prayed, and they collectively strengthened each other individually. Finally, Billy Barnes, the Reverend Billy Barnes, preached from the final chapter of Luke, which is the story of two men who are on the road to Emmaus when they are, unbeknownst to them, uh, met by the risen Jesus. And they discussed the scriptures. The final chapter of Luke says he opened the scriptures to them and explained everything to them. And at the end of their journey, they asked him to stay with them. And it was in that moment that they recognized who he was. And at that point, he disappeared. And the two said to each other, were our hearts not burning within us as he explained the scriptures to us? Yeah, that's the awesome thing about the Bible. It has that kind of potential to impact your life every single time you open it. I wish we had a president like we had when 9-11 happened, when George Bush openly talked about his faith and about the collective faith of America and how we could take comfort in that and encouragement in that and strength in that, in that moment, which of course ranks among the darkest times in American history. Instead, 22 years later, we now have a president who, even when the victims are expressly targeted for their Christianity, and I love The Hill writes, authorities haven't shared any evidence linking the shooter's gender identity to the motive for the attack. That's right. They haven't shared any evidence. And you're counting that as, well, there is no evidence that her gender had anything to do, or gender identity had anything to do with it. If the shooter had been white and had gone into an all-black school, would they have said, well, you know, there's no evidence that it's racially motivated? They will not acknowledge it. They will not acknowledge it, even if they release the manifesto, which I doubt they will. Alan, did you know there are 89-cent blizzards at uh, Dairy Queen? I did not. Only for those who uh, book on the app, and probably only one. You know, I've... This is going to be bad, but I've never had one. What? I've never had one. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I like chunky stuff like that in my ice cream. I like it smooth. Okay. So, well, but I love ice cream. Okay. Well, I think you could probably... <laughs> You could probably choke your way through one. Okay. If someone would get you one. Maybe they, they will. And they've got different things in it, right? The, uh, they do. Snickers or whatever. Whatever uh, you want. Butter. Yeah. Uh, oh, pretty Butterfingers. Yeah. Within reason. Tasty, okay. delectable treats. Okay. Yes. Uh, I need some investment advice before we have uh, Josh Pick on the show at 1230 today for Money Monday. I'm getting a notification from Twitter, Alan. It Ooh. says, blue subscribers with a verified <laughs> phone number will get a blue check mark. Once approved, if I pay them seven dollars a month to keep my blue check mark, Twitter wants you to pay. They want me to pay seven dollars a month to maintain that I am who I say I am. I'm verified. I have a blue check mark. It's funny. My kids go, "Dad, you have a blue check mark," and they're not on Twitter, but their friends say, "Your dad must be something. He has a blue check mark." That's <laughs> no big deal to me. No, I will not be investing seven dollars a month. If Josh Pick were sitting right here as he is every Friday, for 
the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show. He would tell me to put that $7 into a Roth IRA or something similar, which would be much more sound advice. Or a blizzard or a bunch of blizzards. Or, or, or at least I'd get the joy of <laughs> packing on 10 extra pounds if I ate it in blizzards. So, yes, uh, the answer is no. I will not be paying. Sorry. Elon Musk, take away my blue check mark. I'll survive. I survive without it. I survive with it. My guess is I will survive without it again. Now, I call attention to this story on the Hill headline, Trans people face rhetoric disinformation after shooting. Um, of course, it is a way to tell you that the real victim or one of the victims of the Nashville shooting is, of course, the transgender uh, person who did the shooting. Uh, authorities haven't shared any evidence linking the gender identity of the shooter to the motive for the attack. Well, yes, that would require the release of the manifesto for us to know what the motive is other than just pure, unadulterated evil. So that's a very thin defense. Uh, Right-wing commentators, politicians, and other figures have cited the shooting as they've shared false claims of a rise in transgender mass shooters and suggested that the fight for trans rights is radicalizing people. Well, I believe we've had four transgender shooters in the past five years. How many did we have in the previous five years to that? Uh, zero. Well, that to me would tell me we have a rise. Since we have four, we have about one a year, that would be a rise. Well, we just had one in Colorado at the gay nightclub shooting. That trans, that person was was not going by their assigned gender. The next paragraph reads, Advocates worry... The comments further jeopardize transgender people by turning them into scapegoats. Well, I guess I can't be surprised that advocates worry that. Yes, if you declare yourself transgender and then you go into a Christian school that you attended and you shoot children, the head of school, a substitute teacher, and a janitor, uh, yes, I am going to blame the mental delusion that has gripped you for your motivation for the shooting. Here's a quote from the Trans Empowerment Project. (laughs) We've certainly seen the uptick in transphobic rhetoric in the past week, even directed toward our own public platforms. Do we have an uptick in uh, anti-Christian rhetoric whenever there's anything that can be portrayed as stemming from the bitter root of Christian nationalism? Does that ever happen? There's the next paragraph. The rhetoric has even come from members of Congress, with Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene questioning whether the shooter was on hormone replacement therapy or medications to treat mental illness. Why is that a bad question? Why is that a bad question? I have read stories before about trying to familiarize myself with the transgender movement and Young women who are given testosterone, almost all of them say that it makes them more aggressive and angry. So we have a young woman, 28, who goes into a school dressed as a man, shoots a bunch of people in a clear act of unhinged anger and evil, and we're not allowed to ask what kind of medical treatment they were undergoing? Why? Why are we not allowed to ask it? Why do you fear the answer to that question? Oh, because it might show that the puberty blockers and 
hormone therapy given to people who are transgender does entice them to commit violent acts. Did anybody see the video over the weekend of a guy named Billboard Chris? Billboard Chris is a guy who walks around with a billboard, like a sandwich board, all in front, front billboard, back billboard. And he just has on the billboard that basically like men are men and women are women and you, the, you can't become one or the other. It's rails against the transgender movement. There's a, there's a person, just Google, Billboard Chris Assault. He's in Vancouver, Canada. And he's just standing peaceably, holding up a phone on a little selfie stick thing, filming the people who are in his face, right in his face. I mean, nose to nose with him, screaming expletives at him. And eventually one of them assaults him. The Vancouver, and then and then the others join in and start beating him and kicking him. But transgender people aren't violent. Transgender people under hormone therapy aren't, at least exposed to the predisposition to be more violent. Uh, The video would say otherwise. And then there are all these laws that talk about, you know, the effort to cut back on gender-affirming care and all that. Did anybody see the video from uh, the Florida State House, the Tennessee State House, the Kentucky State House? Anybody see the video of the transgender people um, and advocates overrunning those legislatures? Uh, it looked like looked like an insurrection to me, or maybe I should call it a transurrection. But we're not allowed to say that. We're not allowed to say that. Oh, were there any arrests? Is the FBI running those people down? Are there videos online? Are they being tracked down on Facebook like people who've been in prison since January sixth without receiving a speedy trial? Uh, Police, according to this Hill article, say the shooter was under a doctor's care for an undisclosed emotional disorder. Maybe I can help in this case. An undisclosed emotional disorder. Could it be? Maybe worth looking at. Just saying. Could be. If you're a woman and you think you're a man, maybe start there on the whole diagnosis of the emotional disorder. Just... You know, me talking, trying to help a brother out. (laughs) Uh, A large number of transgender people say they regularly face verbal and physical abuse. How about if I play fill in the blank on that sentence? A large number of Christians say they regularly face verbal and physical abuse. A large number of pro-life advocates say they regularly face verbal and physical abuse. (laughs) A large number of pro-Second Amendment advocates say they regularly face verbal and physical abuse. Um, This is only a problem when it concerns anyone under the woke umbrella of the LGBTQIA ampersand emoji plus movement. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.